but nature strip. He's a force of nature today. That's his fourth half length in front. Can he do it? Chautauqua, he's flying. Yes, there's history. But this is a blitz. It's a weak blitz. Two in a row. And she joins the all-time greats of the turf. Winks has won. Mugs, how are we? We're back. Big start to the Doombin Carnival with the Doombin 10,000 this week. It's a huge week for Brisbane racing. We had the Hollandale last weekend, which was a belter, and we had a bit of a superstar in the making come out and spank them in Zaki. Moz, how are you, mate? Ready for another huge week of Queensland racing? Of course, mate. There is never anything but a huge week up here in the promised lands of Queensland racing. As you can see, mate, uh, take a look behind me. I'm actually at Doombin right now. Uh, they unfortunately don't let me in the birdcage on a Saturday. So they said, hey, Thursday, mate, come down, do your mugs shit from here, uh, and that'll shut you guys up and keep you happy for another week. So that's how we're going for it. But, mate, I'm all systems go for Saturday. I mean, Group 1 Fever, the first one for the winter carnival hashtag Stradbroke season. Yep. Um, but the supplement supplementary – it's a big word, isn't it, for me? Uh, card is just as good. I mean, you've got – uh, you got, you know, some of the two-year-olds that are onward to the JJ Atkins. You've got a few of those horses looking for uh, Stradbroke entry and getting their rating up. There's not a card, uh, not a race on the card that I guess I'm not keen to have a play in. I know you're a mug, mate. You're keen to have a dog every single time. It's going to be a great day. Yeah, true. Pretty good. It's a bit of a shame that um, Nature Strip and a few of those others don't didn't make it to the ten thousand because it was looking to be a bit of a belter, probably the best in a fair few years. But um, it's still a pretty yeah. pretty smart field, and um, yeah, so looking forward to that as well. And I I, I seem to think that the Nature Strip uh, aspect has probably ruined the potential full field here because I think a lot of trainers just probably didn't even bother. Yeah. Nominating, yeah, nominating or setting their horses because they they thought he was going there uh, yeah. and the minute he's pulled out obviously if your horse is in the spelling paddock well there's not much use there so a little bit of uh, what could have been for the 10,000 um, but good news is this propels into the Kingston Smith in two weeks which is yeah. over the 1300 and then of course we've got Stradbroke day mate which uh, we're going to have a massive event for yep. aren't we Bean? Yep huge event that's right that's right <laughs> It's going to be big. Uh, so, yeah, looking forward to that at the Boundary Hotel for about four-hour drink package, burgers. So come along with the mugs. It's up on the Facebook group, Instagram, links in the bio. Get your tickets there. So, yeah, it should be a, be- should be a belter. Get a huge crowd, I should reckon. be a belter, mate. Exactly. And, of course, we'll be at the track as much as we can around that. It's just <laughs> Stradbroke Day. It's like it is behind me now. It's packed. You know, we love to, uh, love to have a, a bit of antics at the same time, mate. But hey, let's be get this show on the road. I want to be able to have more than three beers on Stradbroke Day. And if I'm at the track, I don't think that's going to be possible. So <laughs> it's a pass that's for true, me. Mate. And, and your cutoff marks too, too. So yeah. sneaking them in is just as hard. That's right. Uh, mate, we'll, go, we'll get into it because the mm-hmm. mugs want to pick us. Uh, they want to pick nine winners. And that's what we're going to give them, mate. Because we've got <laughs> nine races. We've also got Goodwood down there at our uh, friends at SA Race Club, which we'll tuck into later. But race one, we've got a 1,100-metre Class 6 handicap, mate, and a horse that's been a little bit of a punter's peril, but couldn't be more impressive last start with the move. Absolutely came out and licked him down there at uh, in yep. Sydney, albeit midweek form, and I think the, uh, the Saturday Brisbane form is a little bit stronger than what the move had to deal with there. Um, but absolutely put him to the sword. So it gives you some confidence there if you're a move fan. Otherwise, we've got GTT, 
O'Day hoisted, mate. We say it most weeks there. They're airborne at the moment. Uh, yeah. But Mr. TJ, he comes to town with a few up his sleeve there. La Palmiere, how wonderful life is. Uh, and the list goes on there, mate. The one thing in this race that there's going to be plenty of is speed. Is that how you see in race one? Yeah, it's going to be pretty, it's going to be pretty hot, mate. Um, <clears throat> look, I found this race, I thought there was a bit of value in this race, to be honest. I was a bit like you. I think um, I think the move is probably unders at 245. It just doesn't seem to get it done. I don't know if J-Mac got the choice of riding Bow Ideal or the move from the Golan set up. So I don't know whether that's a shift because he was on it last start midweek at in Sydney, but I've um, I've landed on Moonshine Lady, mate. It's done absolutely nothing wrong. Um, it should be rock hard fit. There's plenty of pace. It's drawn just inside, so I don't think it's going to take them on. I think the move GTT and probably how wonderful life is go helter skelter up front. Um, I will say I probably would have had Varda on top, but 1110 meters drawn barrier 16. It's just pretty much put a pen through it. Um, center fire goes forward as well. And I think Moonshine Lady just in behind them. It comes through a third to Fender and Garibaldi. And I don't know what price they start in this race, but it's probably around sort of the moves market. You're getting $10 and $2.90. Tarrant sticks aboard, carries the 54 and a half. I think it's um, I think it's huge overs at that price and handles any sloppy conditions that we potentially face on the weekend. Yeah, mate. Her, uh, her mother was a mother. Her father was a mother. Jungle yep. Edge was also a mother. Just had to throw that in there because I know you love Jungle Edge and your Seinfeld. Mate, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you here with Moonshine Lady. Um, I can't really add to anything that you've given me there, but the big thing was just that that last start. Um, you yep. know, what is it? Uh, a length off Garibaldi and Fender. And if you were to line Garibaldi up against the move there from the Golan Yard, I know which one I'd be back in every day of the week. Yeah. Um, I just think that's a superior form line. And it's it's been to be a little bit, uh, a little bit missed here, perhaps, in the market. Um, because you're right, it's pace everywhere. So it's going to have to do no work from barrier three. The concern for me with the move is just whether it doesn't get its way out in front. And we've sort of seen any sort of soft conditions. I don't know. I don't want to have my money on it at $2.50. So I think we can get one home there in the first. Yeah, plenty of value. All right. Yeah, massive. Even the each way play, mate. I think the yeah. if, it, if it continues to, I mean, it's it's beautiful today, mate. Have a look at the. The clouds yeah, behind me yes. there, but any, uh, the any, more, <laughs> yeah, any more rain tomorrow or even race day, um, that's probably that $10 I'm seeing. It's already shortened, but shortens a little bit more yep. in my humble opinion. Uh, mate, we'll go to race two. And I know uh, yourself and myself are on a bit of the same page here as well. That we yeah. think the top two in the market, well, you've got fabric, uh, look, who how is, some good how is reloaded? How's reloaded three dollars forty? What's going You're on? You're stealing my punchlines here, mate. You're stealing my punchlines. <laughs> I don't like, know. I I don't know. I apologize. Um, <laughs> let's be honest. So any any joke that involves reloaded is funny because uh, last start I thought maybe they've just figured out how to ride him a little bit better, as in a little bit more forward. Um, but Cuba looks the obvious leader here, and you're getting five bucks, which doesn't look like much will take it on unless they do go forward with reloaded. Yeah, mate, Cuba for me, I'm with you. I think we, we did shoot, uh, we did our, we obviously do our forms separately, but we shot our tips around. We have started with the old, the old double double here. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, it was, I think it comes third. It was three lengths. It was a, it was a three length 10th against Rock O'Clock at Randwick, which was just a run on track that day. Like everything pretty much came from the back. So holding on, 
was going to be a you know just super tough um for that was the first go that trip i think here it's obviously fitness is the key it is dual nommed i think for sydney as well but nash is nommed here as the jock so i'm assuming it i'm, I'm guessing it's coming at queensland I'm, i'd say that's that's why he's on um it has super form in the conditions and i just think um you know previous wins at tracks like mooney valley that tight winding circuit here sets up pretty nicely for a horse that does like to get out and bowl along in front. And with the rail in the true, I think inside draws are going to be pretty important early at Doombin on Saturday. Yeah, um, you're spot on there. I think that regardless, it's just Doombin. That's just what we find. Yeah. That you want to be on you want pace. to be on speed. Yep. yep. You want to be on pace. Small field like this too, it can it can definitely sort of stretch out. Um, and you know, you've got you've got a horse like fabric that's gonna rely on the pace being on to swoop, but is the straight long enough? We know where Cube is going to be. So I think it's a good play there at five bucks as well, my man. Um, and look, it's Doom and 10,000 day, mate. We'll flash back. I'm pretty sure uh, I'm pretty sure he came along that day. Chucked up a video today on the mugs there on the 2019 edition. And we had an absolute who's who. Osmond Bulls, Nature's Trip. I think that was joint favoritism on the day there. Champagne cuddles, mate. Jeez, that thing was an absolute guzzler. And then yep. the Bostonian comes out and smashes it at 51s. Yeah. Do you remember who? Do you remember who you're on that day? I know you're a bit of a OB tragic. Um, I don't. Who was I on that day? I don't. I think I, mean, I was on cuddles. Yeah, you were on cuddles. You had the early price. I remember you were on a monster. I would have had to have had a bet on. I would have had to have a chunky, chunky bet on Osborne Bulls. I was an absolute sucker for that stupid thing. I think I don't think it ever won when I was on it once. I was like. Yeah, I did. I did make that mistake, and then I think, in, and then I think, in a year prior, I think I jumped on. Um, I think I had been on Red Zell for you know the two years leading up to its Doombin ten thousand win, and then I didn't follow it from that. The Everest, I don't think I had a bet on it again, and it won the next like seven races in a row or something. So the Doombin ten thousand is a bit of a um. If I can jag it this year, it'll be a bloody miracle, <laughs> I reckon. <laughs> well, that's mate, and you can't forget English that was in there one year as well. I I didn't even know that horse was still going around. I think when it won, but. Pops up, wins a 10,000, and, and what do you know? It shows the, um when you go back and watch them, it shows the sprinting stocks have sort of waned a bit as well, I've noticed. Like a few of those fields back in the day were just loaded with class, like from one to 17 kind of thing. And then this year's a bit like, oh, geez, what happens in the Everest? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to get a run, I think. Well, <laughs> you're probably not far off. I know you've been training pretty hard. Now I think you're right. I think the I think back in those days when you did have your Red Zells, Englishes, San Lane, even in that boat, you had yeah. probably it was there was not a dominant sprinter, but there was seven or eight really <coughs> top line good ones. Whereas yep. now you have uh, well, you'd probably uh, you you double here, Eduardo, and your Nature Strip, and then there's probably a bit of a gap between. Yeah that sort of inconsistent sprinters that just are too on and off. I mean, Mask Crusade is probably the one with the most upside yeah. uh, into that top echelon, but, you know, even Gitra, you could probably throw in there, but that's only four and really yeah. they're not and then it's pretty dominating names, are they? Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. Anyway, mate, we could uh, sit here and think about Osmond Bulls and Nature Strip all day, but we need to move things along. Uh, <laughs> look, race, race three looks like a bit of an interesting one because you've got a horse – Coming back first up, Love Tap. Yeah. Uh, now, we haven't seen Love Tap at the races for quite a while. And we talked about the the speed that could be uh, advantageous for the runners and looks to get its own out here in front, Love Tap. Um, I'm just bringing up the, uh, the form itself. When did we see Love Tap last? 
It's been a while, but again, you got uh, you got Nash on board, so he could be in for a bit of a field day. Nash, three thirty yeah. for Love Tap after a bit of a layoff, mate. Is it something that you want to delve into, or are we going to talk about someone else and something else? No, I was just. Card? I thought it was a bit of a query at the trip, to be honest. Like, I think, like, don't get me wrong, it's classy, but isn't it sort of like a mile a plus horse? And it comes to the well, thirteen fifty first up and starts three dollars thirty at Doombin. I know it's going to lead, but I was like jeepers! I was like, yeah, want to be pretty wound up for this to be that kind of quote. Well, that's the thing. It's um, I mean, it's, it's gotten beaten once in its career, and its first up start was its maiden. So it then went on to you know your Group One Championship stakes over two thousand meters. So yeah, it's definitely like- a first up assignment, but. $3.30 first up against the field where you've got, you know, uh, Ames proven at the trip, Patangas entry even, you know, some of the local hopes here are massive odds, um, but they've been running this 1350 here at Doombin pretty much every week for the last six years. Yeah, it's, um, I, I found it pretty hard to be honest. I hate the draw, but I've landed on incredulous dream, mate, for the Marin Eustace Yard. It comes off a listed win in Adelaide, but it beat a few smart ones in Anavisto and Agreeable, Anavisto's, belted them at Caulfield a few starts back. Um, it's drawn wide, but I think there's enough pace here <clears throat> that it can come across and probably sit maybe three pairs back, one out, is where I want K-Mac to potentially get her to. And um, I just, I, I, I'm sticking with the system where I just think a fair bit of this field, apart from the local hopes, I think I think it's a bit classier than a few of the local hopes. I think a lot of the other Raiders just want a tiny bit further. So... I'm taking on chance. 360 is probably where I don't really want to be jumping in any lower than that, but happy to happy to play incredulous dream, mate. All right, mate. I'm I'm looking local too, and I need to summon a bit of bit of vibes from the big boy. Oh, the TJ goes on. TJ, major sponsor of the show, and he's gonna really put this show into the atmosphere if Paladis gets over the line. So I backed Paladis last start, super yep. uh, super at the trials before that. If you go back and watch that replay, you can hardly even see the replay. It was pissing down rain. I mean, you can hardly make out horses that were going around. It was too far back. Georgie's pride just said, see you later, who's, you know, franked it again. So it seems to be a bit of a hot form race. Yep. I think this is the go. Second up, better for the run, better conditions to suit. Barrier four as well. It's just going to sit nicely. Uh, probably behind that first two or three pairs. So big TJ gets the job done and you got Maloney on board. So, I mean, if there's a, a push for the locals, you want yeah, top-notch jocks for your top-notch trainers. He's got some He's got some crazy odd runners, um, Maloney, on the weekend. Like some of his rides are like 40s and 30s. And I'm like, I'm like if he's getting those rides, I'm like, he has to give, he has to be giving him half a chance. I'm like, holy jeepers. I was like, he could, could be a fill up if you just put your, put your chips in with Maloney all day. Oh, exactly. And I think it's more too, and we're, we're, uh, we're Queensland astute pros, obviously with our form, but it's just the overhyped visitors form. I mean, um, yeah. you know, I hope, hope you have a good run with uh, whatever you're on. I can't even pronounce it, but $3.90 coming from, Morfordville form uh, into a field like this when it's just yes. sort of it does have a bit of Melbourne you know, form before the Morfordville form, so it's okay. It's, it's not it's not it's not just the Morfordville form, yeah. but yeah, yeah. I know that, but it's you know, but that's what I'm saying. Like the Crawford yeah. form is is great when you you're looking at Crawford form every week, but a three year old handicap um, yeah. at Caulfield, you know, you're lining up that into 
the same sort of uh, conditions up here with horses that are, are running those same conditions in Queensland, yeah. you, you're sort of comparing apples and oranges. And just because they're coming up from Victoria, well, bang, this this thing looks like our favourite. So you can, yeah, you can get a bit of value is what I'm trying to suss, mate. But uh, I think race four, we don't need to look far for value, mate, because there is a favourite that's red hot and they're coming for it. They're coming coming out of everywhere to back this thing. And it's Hangman. you got the boss man on top. you got Maroney's camp who knows how uh, how to win a race with a bit of a middle-distance stayer. Yeah. $3.60, mate. It seems like this horse is just brings that better form and gets thrown into our weekly Chris Waller middle-distance staying handicap. And yeah. I think that's exactly what we've got here. Yeah, mate. This is a um, this is an absolute um, load bet. I think third in the GRA plate down in GRA plate down in Sydney over two thousand. I mean, second in that event was Zaki, who brained them in the Hollandale last week yeah. against the Group One field. Like, I just that's it. It should be winning. Yeah, Zaki form seems to be the form right now. So, Hangman for me as well. I think that's a, a pretty good bet all around their mugs, whether you're loading up, multi it up, you do what you want to do because it just wins. Uh, we've got to move on because once we've got the bank, mate, we're into race five and we're getting through them, which is great. But this uh, this field is exciting because, I don't know, two-year-old racing just, I think, has the excitement factor because you just want to be, you want to be the one that identifies a horse sort of before it becomes oh, Vilius is going around every week at a favourite, you know? So you yeah. can you can find these two-year-old champions potentially before they have that status. Uh, and that's what we might have here with Prince of Boom, who is absolutely massive um, on debut, on the quick backup, and it's already been crunched from 12 into $6. So I think yeah. Bobby Heathcote knows a thing or two about uh, the spirit of booms. Um, but again, you've got the Raiders coming up. You've got Giannis up here, who's a maiden, believe it or not. Tiger of Malay, Mauatai, who was super impressive there on debut for the Fogden Yard. They're going around at Group 2 level, 1,200 metres, mate. The boom, the prince of him. Does he do it in his daddy's race? Yeah, I um, I've gone, I've landed on Tiger of Malay. I mean, I rate a fair bit of the form. It's all pretty hard to line up, though. Like you said, like some of them, you know, two starts, one start. I mean, like really, you've just got to kind of like it, and make a case for it. Um, Tiger of Malay, it's got, it's had a trial. Comes to this, um, should have a bit of residual fitness. Hopefully, it'll go forward from the draw, which is eleven. But I'm not that concerned with a fair bit of pace drawn both inside and out. I think they tend to sort of go hard. So I think in these races, you can. I wouldn't be surprised if they're four or five wide on the turn and it's just humming along in behind them. Um, it comes through the group two Pago Pago last prep behind Shaquiro, um, beat home Halal, ingratiating. And, you know, that that was a that came out and was only beaten by sort of Anima, uh, Halal was only beaten by Animo by I think it was 2.9 lengths in the group one where it just belted them. So I think that Sydney form, that's probably the best of it. And I think Tiger and Malay, 750, 650, whatever it is now, is a pretty good bet with Nash on again. So Nash gets the cash. Could be a bit of a um I might make some Ooh. get some shirts pruned up if he starts to get a few home for me. <laughs> Mate, well you'd be able to fund the whole operation if uh if he's getting you up all day. Yeah. Um Mate, I'm, I'm sticking local again. I need to put the Herovian hat back on, mate. It's Herovian's day. He's back in the 10,000. That's what we need. Just needed your golem vibes for a little bit there. Yeah. Uh, I've got invisible tears on top. So I'm getting a, I'm getting an absolute cricket score odd here as well. So if any of the mugs like a bit of a roughy, this is certainly one for the <coughs> right 
God, Gwen, keep your coronavirus to yourself. Yeah, man. Um, I'm going to make a case for it, though. Barrier 7, uh, first up there, split, miss, uh, sorry, second behind Stella Magic, who then went around and uh, and was beaten out of pimple there from Miss Hipster, who I think is sort of that, that top-line Queensland two-year-old form as well. So I think that might have been a little bit of a, a miss at the odds. Um and last prep was certainly going around against some handy horses there as well. So second up, barrier seven. Again, I'm thinking that this thing just does no work. It's a comfy position uh, and hopefully can have a little bit of a kick. Miss Hipster's just got the wide draw. Otherwise, I might have been close to having her on top. So it looks to be a bit of a luck and running kind of scenario with these two-year-olds. Yeah, 100%. I mean, you're... Yeah, I mean, Prince of Boom's the same. It, it didn't lead um, on debut. It was super impressive. But when you're beating up a field at Sunny Coast in a maiden to go to a group two and start yeah. $6. No, um, thank you. It, hey, happy, <laughs> Might be a happy superstar. Be That's right. Happy for famous last words here. But uh, I'm happy to brag if it gets beaten, I pick the winner too, which is also <laughs> handy. Mate, we'll go, uh, we'll go down south because the Goodwood looks to be a bit of a lackluster field, if I'm going to be honest. I think, yep. I think it is – I don't know what's happened, but years gone by, it's been, it's been stacked um, yeah. and nothing's really changed programming-wise. I guess you've had, you had Sydney push back a week, which might have meant a lot of sprinters set themselves for Brisbane instead of doing the double. Um, but I mean, you've got, you know, you probably your big guns, which look to be the obvious. You got G Tray, you got um, Behemoth, and Kemal Parsa is the other one in the market there. Um, no, it's been nudged out. Instant Celebrity is the other one I'm looking for. So they're probably your top four. Dirty work. What do you do with dirty work, mate? It's just a dirty horse, isn't it? Yeah, that thing just does not win. It's just a, it's an absolute like just just you might as well just go burn your cash on the street. It's absolute. It's I'm completely popped that thing. If it comes out and wins at fourteen dollars, yeah. I'll eat my own shoe. It won't. It can't win. No chance in this race, mate. G Tras just um that I I do note the James Cummings yards come out and there's been all this carry on about you know Viridine's flying and all this kind of thing. I'm like look through its form and that's another one of those ones where I'm like. No, it's a big no from me on Viridine. It just doesn't win either. Um, Gitra is just the best horse in the race. And I think in this in this field, with the way the weights are as well, it gets in. I mean, it's you know, it's only giving it's only giving Viridine two and a half kilos. I mean, come on, it's it's a mile better horse than Viridine. Lengths and lengths better. It draws yep. barrier four, be right in behind the pace. Um, Behemoth wouldn't surprise the crap out of me either at 420, but uh, yeah, mate, Gitra, surely. Just has to win this. It's just so well in. It's as simple yeah. as that. It's 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 absolutely fine. I mean, Behemoth is the other one in the market, but Behemoth, it's running an all-star mile and, and probably gets its best distance to that fourteen hundred. Yeah, so 1400, potentially yeah. potentially honor a Stradbroke for Behemoth. Um, but Gitra is an absolute twelve hundred meter specialist, Everest form, group one form, you name it, it's got the form. Um you know, and, and you're spot on. It gives a horse, well, put it this way, it gives Pretty Brazen, who I don't really know has done a thing, three kilos. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it looks a bit too good to be true. It's it almost looks scary. too obvious, which concerns me yeah, greatly. Yeah. <laughs> which but sometimes fingers, is Sometimes it is. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So 
Uh, gee, I'd love to see uh, love to see Gitra up here as well. I think there was a bit of spec maybe that Kingsford Smith, if it comes through well, but up to thirteen hundred just might be catching the uh, the big boy out that little bit. Um, yeah. Anyway, mate, race six. So race six has some uh, some good little implications here upwards to the Derby, I believe. Um, yeah. And you've got Senor Toba, who I think is actually favourite for the Derby for the Wally Yard and. Comes out of that group three pack a plate, which I think Waller actually, yep, two out of the three of that race. Um, and high supremacy comes up here as well. So you've actually got that trifecta from the, the pack a plate here in race six over the 2000. Um, it looks to be a bit of the Chris Waller show. I mean, the, the, the local hope, I guess, in the market is you have to go down to sort of, gee, where you do have to keep going down. We go. I'm bold executive. Yeah, bold executive yeah. I think that's that's the only sort of local hope in this race. I mean, the Holbert's big shout out. Criminal defense at eighty one dollars. I mean, that thing, you know, very love hate relationship with criminal defense. But when you're starting at eighty one dollars in a field like this, it just yeah. shows the strength of you know those those southern states coming up for the chockies map. Yeah, this is a this is a quality field from down south. Mate, I'm um I've I've landed on one from the Packer plate. I think Achiever was just sort of missed a bit there. I mean, it was first go over the 2000 meters it led them up and just sort of packed it in late. Um, draws eight here with Maloney on board. I think that's a bit of a push there. Gets the steer for the Waller yard. Um, track condition suit. Um, just loves anything with a hampered surface. So soft or heavy is a big plus. I think along with Bold Executive, it should be leading and potentially sagacious on the speed maps. But um, Achiever does like to hum along in front. And I think um, I think with a pretty clever steer and a bit of residual fitness at the first run at the um, at the or second run at this trip, I think um, I think Achiever's a bit of a smoky for the for the Wallace Wall stable. I mean, Senor Toba was absolutely super, but I just um, yeah, I'm not sure. Jury's out for me. I need to see it twice because twenty seven dollars comes in and belts them. When there's no market push and then they do that, I I want to see mm. it again before I come charging in at that kind of like, you know, it's it's quotes, you know, <laughs> it's it's a tenth of its original quote last start. That's I'm just like Ugh, I'm not sure. Yeah, I've and I'm 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 having the same concerns here. It's just a, I mean, it's at its fifth start as well, um, yeah. and you've got. You know, you've got proven horses that have sort of been around for a couple of preps, but it just just looked like it spanked them. I yeah. mean, J-Mac goes on board. Win. Yeah, he, he's jumped off uh, high supremacy for this ride on Senior Toba. Um, I guess the the question is just simply, he thought that horse was better. I'm going to jump on it. This looks like my derby horse. If he comes out and wins by 10, you know you've got a serious sort of stayer on, on your side. Um, if not... One in twenty-seven dollar shot winner, hey? Simple yep. as that. So tough. That's right. Yeah, real tough, real tough race to sort of find a winner. As silly as that sounds, as most of them sort of come through that race, but it's uh, it's a see to believe job. You're right. Hmm. Oh, here we go. Are you warm up yet? Are we gonna right. do the group one next, or we're we gonna head? We'll do the others and come back to it. Finish yeah, on the mate. Let's let's cliffhanger these mugs out there, hanging off every word. You're a pack of bloody fools for doing it anyway. So we're going to keep you around for another five minutes. Yeah, we'll skip the ten thousand, mate. We'll get back to it at the end. I think it'll be pretty short and sharp anyway. Our post pre-race preview, whatever you want to call it. Race eight. This is a, 
uh, so this is a bit of a race which could have some Stradbroke implications there, mate, because you've got a few few of these horses that are probably on the border of, uh, of getting a, an entry into the field. Winning a listed race is going to do them at no harm. Uh, and that's what you got with the Godolphin Yard, Ethiri, Empredicious. Uh, I'm going to leave you to pronounce that one again after I'm finished the spruik. Outback Barbie, mate. She's back. <laughs> Fiesta, she's back. Oh, I'll tell you what, list all goes my fav- All my favourites. <laughs> all your favourites, indeed. Um, and you've even, well, you've even got Love You Lucy still going around, mate. We had some fun with that one the last few. Yeah, it's a cracker of a field. Um, the lo- It's, again, the locals versus the Raiders. And I'll tell you what, Jim Bob Cummings absolutely knows how to kill a horse before it's even ran. The amount of spruiks that that bloke gives on a Friday about his Godolphin runners. Yeah. And, oh, <coughs> mate, it's biv- it was bivouac every week. It was Avilius. Um, it was Viridine this week. Like, mate, just give us the straight and narrow. Yeah, he uh, yeah. win. I think he's um I, he's got a pretty high opinion of a few of his Gallifers, mate. Oh, more so, does, than, more so than most. It's unreal, mate. Mate, even even socialising goes around this field, and really, it's probably overs at its price. But drawn nineteen, it's just a huge miss. I believe um I believe the horse you wanted me to pronounce was intrepidacious, mate. For the um for the John, the John O'Shea yard, Steph Thornton on board there, but um. Mate, look, I've gone actually. Um, I know we have a rule. We don't. We don't back the Kiwis, and we need to give them a run and that kind of thing. But I think we could have. It's, it is winter, but we could have a bit of spring heat in the air come race eight on Saturday. I reckon. Um, first up, it's got a pretty solid record. It's super over this trip. Um, comes across after you know a few runs at Ellerslie, Trentham. And they're pretty some some pretty good form lines coming through that. Um, it'll be off midfield and should be just in behind the pace. Mickey Rod gets a ride here, so I think it should be able to camp off them. And I think if the inside sort of, you know, the, the ground's shifting a bit from barrier three, it just gives him all sorts of options. And at fourteen dollars, I think it's not a bad play here. I was gonna come launching into Express Fantasy, but there's no jockey nom for the Van Dyke Yard, and I think it's um I don't know if it's even in the field. So oh no, it looks like it looks no, like it should, should be with the scratching. So I don't know if he gets a jock, but um if there's a jock on Express Fantasy, I'll be having a having a play there because it could just be absolutely anything. Okay, it's not a bad little spruik there for a couple, and uh, well the, we've seen a bit of that New Zealand form eventuate. Um, Avantage, everyone knows that horse, champion Group One winner. But Entrevia was over here uh, in the Sydney, and, and this spring heat boasts a nice little third last start to that horse. Um, I've got the big Godolphin on top, uh, even though I've just sort of ripped him to shreds. I think a theory is they're probably next big thing. Um, they've always had a good opinion on this girl. Blue Diamond favourite at one stage, did everything right. That last start at the Hawkesbury Jewel Crown Mile half a mile, yeah, 500 meters, sprint, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's a new name every week. Um, it was smashed into favoritism that day, absolutely got squashed in the straight. I think we we sort of had a look at that replay, yeah. just never really given a chance. So I, um, I'm hoping that she gets to the straddy because that was a bit of my early look. Um, but I think probably needs to win this race to get to the straddy. Uh, if not, you've probably got the Tatiara as a bit of an option there for a theory as well. So yep. I think she could be, a, regardless of what she does, a bit of a player in the winter. Hashtag Stradbroke season. <laughs> I love it. G'day uh-huh. to our friends at uh, the Brisbane Racing yes, Club. Yeah. Yep. yeah. All right, mate. So look, two to go. We've got the get out stakes here over the 1350. Midi's benchmark 85. That's why you sponsor a race. So 
people like us give you a plug out there in the podcast world. Um, and again, mate, you've got another good dolphin horse up in Sagalis, Starvergo, one of your favorites. You're getting 11 bucks. Yeah. Dr. Why Not, super tough horse, 11 bucks as well. But the locals with uh, with big old Jag and Mickey Costa, $3.50 for Axe. Um, and mate, I'll actually feast your eyes on another horse who comes through the famous JJ Atkins form lines there. A session's still going around, has yeah. yet to run a drum since that race. Yeah. Uh, actually started favorite in that JJ Atkins. So that just shows you how we just keep Some of those back in that to that form, race. They're just like, oh man, it was an absolute shocker that year. Oh, it was. I'm, I'm bringing it back now. Where we, where we at? So it ran. Geez, it's run a couple of seconds since, but yeah, not a lot done since no. then. Still, still's got nine hundred thousand in the bank, mind you. But yeah, yeah, tell you what. Um, but they mate, paid, who wins the but last? They paid, but they paid four million in fees to Waller in yeah. between. <laughs> um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, mate. I reckon one of our favourites. Like, I, I know there's there'll be a couple of leaders, and you've got Axe and Doctor Why Not. But what's C rated done wrong? I mean, it, it absolutely loves the slop. It's as tough as boots. Um, it has a pretty high cruising speed, which I think is important for these races over the 1350. You need to be able to hum along, particularly at Doombin, and be just off the leaders if you are to be any chance of winning. Um, we get G Boss picks up the ride for the Gilmore st- stable. What an absolute coup that is for them. Holy hell. Um, I yep. just think um, it, it doesn't win or run that well at Doombin, which is obviously going to be a problem. But from Barry at four, he gets all the options. And I mean, I know Maddie Rocks is, you know, that the form around her is not superb because she's always running on, but it's beating home horses like Stuttering, Fisticuffs, Maddie Rocks last prep. I mean, that's that's pretty sharp form for a race like this. And I reckon it um I reckon it's a smoky at the price. Yeah, hundred percent, mate. I'm 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 smoking uh I'm smoking your pipe here as well. I've got Westlink on top at twenty seven dollars as well. I think we're about the same uh, in the market there. It's last, it's, well, it's on the quick backup, which is a huge sign because he obviously, you know, the stable there, Darren Hyde, g'day Dazza. I haven't, uh, we haven't had much to do with you yet, Dazza, but you win for the Mozer on Saturday. We'll have plenty to do with you. Uh, but that last start against Baller, it was absolutely zigzagging up the straight, trying to get a run. Um, and you've got a horse like Baller, Racecourse Road, Wisdom of Water, who, if you had any of those three horses in this kind of field, well, you'd be, you'd be absolutely backing the truck up. Um, and even start be- start before that, I think you were on at the start before that. Yeah, Sorry was, to yeah. bring it up for you, mate. Yeah. Um, but absolutely, just got nutted. Now did it <laughs> did it the hardest you could possibly imagine. You're right, just got nutted. So I think this thing's a low key flying, um, and it shows a bit of early speed as well. So from barrier two, if it gets the right spot, like C Raider, we're probably going to be sitting in a a very Similar good spot. position. Yeah, it's just again these these form lines coming from everywhere to to sort of see how they match up. But I'd rather be uh, very disappointed in a twenty seven dollars shot running last than a three dollars shot running fourth, which is yep. tends to be what happens. That's right, mate. All right, that is spot on. Okay, mate, you build the hype. We've got the ten thousand. Get the mugs pumped. Mugs, here we are, the big group one, the first group one of the year up in Briz Vegas. We're off to Doom Ben Ben, the favourite, the hallowed turf. So we're absolutely pumped, mate. I mean, we could have a slightly better feel with the nature strip in there, but, um, mate, we've got a few belters running around, Eduardo trekking, 
Splintex comes up, Vega one, wild planet for my favourite yard, the Hawks yard. If they win, we'll never hear the bloody end of it. So fingers crossed that doesn't happen. Please no, please no. TJ's he's revived Graf. I thought Graf was in a coffin in the in the ground, but he's managed to bring bring him back from the dead. And the way he's bringing them back, I mean, he could come out and win this by ten lengths or something like that. He's got the magic dust in that yard. And then we've got a few of the classics, mate. Herovian. Good luck to the boys out there. First up, back at the 1200. Kingswill Dream is, is you know, mm. it doesn't actually run that poorly over this trip. And then a couple of rank outsiders in Panino and Embrace Me to round out this stellar field, mate. But um, how are you seeing this? Is it as simple as Eduardo? Well, let me just first state, <laughs> we need to have at least 10 bucks each way on graph because... Yeah, yeah mate, I just, I'm the biggest graph fan. <laughs> When you back Graf, it is associated with grief, which is what Graf has given all the mugs out there, nothing but grief for the last couple of years. So you never forgive yourself if the master, I need to put the uh, the golden hat vibes on, the master gets Graf to turn around its form. I'm not backing Graf in as my top pick though, mate. I honestly think that it's just as simple as best horse in the race wins. Eduardo is currently that best horse in the race. Yes, it's favourite. Yes, it's as simple as that. It's just going to dictate it. It's going to lead. It's going to do whatever the hell it wants. And when Nash decides to go, hey, I'm going to collect my 5% winner's check, he'll go do that and say goodbye to the other 10,000 participants. But it's going to be a cracker. Mate, I've got the cap on. You have got the cap on. And I have got the big, I've got the big, the big orange apples on top for me, the Herovian, mate. I reckon, um, I reckon the Edmonds Yard are onto something here. He has a super, super record first up. If the inside ground is chopped up at all, I know Eduardo will be running through it, but potentially if it's not the exact place to be and Nash makes any errors at all, I want a horse with a high cruising speed. We'll be right in behind him with big bratty Stewart on board. Um, I know it's not the target, but um, it does love this track and trip and it handles the wet better than the best mudders going around. And at $27, it is any old price. And it's proven in the all-star mile over 1600. So it can handle the best of them from down south. So that is not a concern at all. I think it is each way all day, mate. Yeah, I'm hoping that the big fella runs a blinder because I'd love to see him fully wound up for the Stradbroke because yeah. absolute chance. Absolute yeah. chance. Um, and the same could be said with Vega One. It's just one of those horses that you just, oh, come on, just win Vega One. Get me back on side. Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, I, it's, can't, I can't catch it uh, out. I just, I've, I've tried a few times and I'm just, it's just like, oh, you bastard. <laughs> it's an absolute cracker. And yeah. Trekking probably comes out and wins by 10 from Barrier 10. Who would have thought? Oh, God, uh, don't say mate, it. Yeah. No, I won't. I won't. But I'm, I'm excited. It's a ripper day and that's a perfect way to get the, uh, the fingers and toes wet is Group 1 racing up here in Brisbane. So, Muggs, yep. I'll see you at the track. I'll see you at the track. Otherwise, we'll be at the bar celebrating a ripper race day. Yep. Catch you, Muggs.